You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Death Note Manga Reading Club podcast, part of the Weird Science Family of Manga podcast. I'm here with my man, Jason. What up, Jason? Hello, Jim. Here we Hello. are yet again. Another chapter of Death Note. Another chapter, indeed. What awful thing will light do this time? Yeah, we'll see. Uh, or how will L react? Not really Ooh. react because he hasn't been face to face, but L is. He's on the case, unfortunately, Naomi doesn't seem to be. And we'll kind of see in this chapter that she is missing. So R.I.P. Naomi. We just learned her name and now she's not around anymore. That's kind of how it works in Death Note, actually. Now that I think about it, yeah. Yeah, you don't want to really learn. And you don't want Light to learn your name, especially when you're face-to-face with him. Because then he knows what you look like as well. Well, even if at that point, because I really did want it to hit that time, you know, 125 or whatever it was. Hey, do you have something to do? She's like, not really, because she's wearing a mask. That way, oh my goodness. But <laughs> now I don't think that was the case. But this is the deal of chapter 15 phone call. Before that, though, please go over to Twitter at Weird Manga. Follow us. We'll follow you back. And then check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash weird science manga to help us out for all of these reading clubs, including this one, the Death Note, but chapter 15 phone call with kind of a weird little picture of. Of L with the cell phone there. Do you think that he's like, you could think that he's a neat freak. He's just a freak overall. Yeah, he, you can imagine he's got to be a strange person to hang out with. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely odd. Uh, so we end up starting this chapter and we do go to the, you know, NPA right away, the National Police Agency. Last chapter was super, super tense. And I was expecting this almost to be like a reset, like a take a Mm -hmm. break, take a breath. And it's not as tense as the last chapter, but it manages to still say, oh, we can't relax quite yet. With the thing that we thought was averted isn't really averted so much. No. And you're there and you see that one guy. There's always got to be one guy there and he's got to take the calls and the phones are ringing off the hook. And comes up with the greatest plan ever. Let's disconnect every phone but one. We get we get like a little comedy scene here first. He's the only one in the office. Everybody else still back. Talk to that that freak in the uh, hotel room. And uh, you know this is this is the fake office, but it's still open. People are still calling in. He unplugs all the phones. He goes to have a you know a nice relaxing smoke, and uh, then his actual phone rings, and it's some. Um, nutter on the phone who says, you know, I think I might be Kira. Uh, I, I mean, this must happen with actual investigations all the time. Just just crazy people calling up with garbage information. Yeah. And he kind of plays it out. And it's one of those where, okay, so you think you're Kira. Well, you, did you want to? Because the guy says, or girl, whatever, says, when I see these bad people on the TV, I say, I wish that they would just die. And then they die. But it does show you that, you know, Light's doing his job here. Kira's doing his job. But then he says, did you want those FBI agents to die? Oh, no, I wouldn't do that. All right, you're not Kira. Okay, probably. So. You probably aren't Kira then. Okay. And then we go back to the actual, you know, task force with L in the, you know, in the hotel rooms. And they're trying. They're, they're on the case. There's no downtime, it seems, in this. And they're looking at the security footage because L is desperate to find out. And that was that whole deal of the timing of when Ray Penber ended up dying and the rest of the FBI. I mean, so uh, Naomi is currently walking back to her apartment or wherever she's going to quietly off herself. Yeah. So this is happening very much quick, quick, quick. No time passing. 
Yeah, it's crazy. And and with that, you do end up where it's a good setup at the beginning because you see that one person is back at the office. You also get the idea of, you know, the mention of the FBI to go to the FBI and see or to go back to the investigation of the FBI. And they're watching all the people of surveillance of everybody, including Ray. And the big play here is and we thought, you know, L is going for this light already said. I don't think there's anything they'll be able to see. I, I really planned this out. But the one thing that L sees with this is that Ray had a folder, like a manila folder that seems odd, that he takes onto the train. And when he comes off, he doesn't have it. Yep, and that big seems manila to be envelope. the big key. Yeah, that seems to be a big key of how things are going and what they're going to center on. And they're looking and they're getting excited. I mean, yeah, he has it there. He has it there. So what is the deal? And one of the big places when they see, I don't see how you get this from the security footage, but says when he dies, look, it looks like he's desperately trying to look into the train. Like he's just laying there. It looks like he face planted at that point. He's just laying. But they end up saying like he is really and he was because you end up knowing that. That took place in December 27th. We're now January 1st, which is like five days later. Everything is happening very quickly. And for us, we all saw what really happened back in chapter nine. And that was what we saw the actual play-by-play of, we know that Light was on that train. Light had that envelope planted for him, and that envelope had uh, the radio so he could communicate with Pember, and it had those sheets of paper inside other envelopes with the slots cut in them, where Pember could write in those names of all those other agents, where the death, you know, the death time and the death manner was already pre-written in. That was that, that, that great uh, little plan he had. And we also know that when he looks back into the train, that's when Light was standing there, revealing himself to Ray Pember, very similar to the way he revealed himself to Naomi in the last chapter. I think that's a really cool play because if you remember, the idea, Light doesn't want to get caught, but in the long run, his big scale plan of making the world a better place by getting rid of people, he does want to be recognized at some point, but that's kind of that play here and maybe one of his downfalls is the idea that he doesn't want to just do things fully anonymous he wants people especially naomi and ray pember he wanted them to know hey look at me i'm so smart it was me haha as they end up dying what l is saying is completely right he was desperately looking in and he was upset and all that so it seems like all right that is if they keep following that trend because he even says i need more of the security footage of inside the train to see what's up if things start keep connecting bus i mean that's still there even right. at light will mention it train and then the idea because we keep bringing up why aren't they just straight up looking into who ray was following which they do they knew that all the fbi agents were connected somehow and there was what a dozen fbi agents or 15 or whatever it was but now they see something very specifically odd happened with this one FBI agent. So again, it narrows down. We've, we've talked about you know, it. could be anyone in the world, someone in Japan, someone in the Tokyo section of Japan, someone being investigated by the FBI, someone being investigated by Ray Pember. The, the circle's getting smaller. The news is tight. It's getting real small. Yeah. And so we go back with light while all this is happening and while you're seeing that, you know, it, it's a cool deal. It, it does up the tension because even though they're not solving it, they're really on the case. I mean, it is starting to narrow down, like you said, and it's going to point towards light. So we have to figure 
hey, has he planned for this? We saw him already thinking that that was airtight, the stuff on the train, but will it be? But in the meantime, he's planning ahead. And I like Ryuk again just seems so, so excited to be doing all this. We keep saying it, but you end up where you have Light, who's been up. Ryuk says, you've been up. I like how he seems to like pretend that he's concerned. Oh my God, Light, you've been up for days writing down names and you do see that Light works ahead and he's writing down things. He's writing things that will happen later because he says that if something happened to him, like go to the hospital, whatnot, he needs to have things so they just don't say, oh, you know that Light Yagami. Well, you know, when he right. went to the hospital, he they all He doesn't stopped. want any correlation between his activities and the deaths occurring. So he wants to be complete deniability there yeah which is a crazy deal because in that you have that where he may need to rely on this in a different way coming up so he is thinking ahead he's always putting things in with that then he starts thinking about naomi at one point and clearing out his computer of any sort of deal he says i gotta clear my computer who knows what he's up to <laughs> so you know we all have this eventually that browser but, history yeah gotta, really that browser history is like control shift n you gotta go to that that incognito mode there's gotta be how many people where they're you know just to be a little darker but we'll go with heart attacks because of how the death though but uh, you know guys or whatever they're at their computer all of a sudden they realize oh my god i'm at and instead of calling 911 they're there I gotta get rid of my browser history before that. Like, oh no. Just crawling towards the desk, must delete. Desperately going towards <laughs> the computer. Oh my goodness. But he's clearing out everything and then starts thinking, Naomi, she should have killed herself by now. He's assuming she did. I mean, part of the thing of that Death Note was to try to make her make it so that they couldn't, somebody wouldn't be inconvenienced so they wouldn't find the body quick. And he says, Nothing's happened to me yet, so I would assume that she is right. dead. I'm not arrested. I assume my plan works. Exactly. So then he starts talking about his date with Yuri, and that felt like out of nowhere. Like he's sitting there, and then all of a sudden- Why even bring her up? I wonder if somebody mentioned him, oh, you know, but maybe she's a loose end, and she's in, he thinks, no, 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 she she's not going to mention anything. I told her some stupid line about, oh- I want your memories of today to belong only to me. So don't tell anybody we went to uh, Spaceland. Yep. Yeah. And then says, now that Ray Pember and Naomi Masura are dead, even if it emerges that I was on that bus, that shouldn't place me under suspicion. I'm like, I don't know about that. Like, mm, think you think it might be a little off jumping there. to some weird conclusions, because if they find you on the bus and you don't understand the train is becoming the real deal, too. You're on both of those. You're in big trouble. I mean, you are caught. So we'll have to see. And then he just says, so all I need to do is get a scrap of the death note somewhere where nobody will notice. And I thought that this was one of the first times that things seem a little disjointed. It does. I don't see the so. I don't see how cause and effect works here because we yeah, know he's been carrying problem. around a piece of death note because he used it for Naomi last chapter. So sure, he needs another another piece of the death note, but now he seems to be like secretly sewing it into his wallet in a way no one can see, maybe? Yeah, like as a desperate deal, like if he... Like why, why does it need to be secret that there's a piece of paper in his wallet? It's weird because I was just going to say like maybe if he got arrested and he was in jail, but they, he wouldn't have his wallet on him then. So they would have taken it. So it's weird. It is weird, but yeah, I love I guess he deal. doesn't want anyone to touch it because, you know, if the police open up his wallet and go through it and, and pick that up and then suddenly see this, uh, Ryuk you know, this crazy there. Ryuk behind him, ah, that could be that could be a problem. In my mind, do that. 
because if you end up having police and like have it where it's connected to your ID, you hand it to them. A police officer that turns around and just sees Ryuk standing there will probably crap their pants and run away. And then you skedaddle. Uh, it might be a play. I think there might be a play there. But, but then who knows where, what Ryuk's going to say? He's a wild card. Whatever's going to entertain him in that moment. I like this, too. It's so funny where he's sewing this deal into his wallet. And Ryuk's like, man, you know how to sew. You must be great with the ladies, you know. And you end up where, <laughs> where like goes, no, it's more about looks like. You're pretty good with the ladies, right, Ryuk? And he just stares at him. I'm thinking, I guess Ryuk loves my dress-up darling because that's, that's how you get the ladies, is all your sewing skills. Yeah, really. I love how Ryuk's yourself just a like, Gayaru. and when he says, you're not popular with the ladies, Ryuk? Like, what? Like, you're so good-looking, buddy. And he's like, through you. <laughs> he looks at him like, yeah. I'm going to kill Again, you. Again, another just, instead of an exclamation point, it's just a dot, dot, dot in his thought bubble. Like, you son of a... Yeah, that makes me laugh so much. Well, in that, <laughs> you go back to L. And a phone call comes through. We saw already at the beginning of the setup all these crazy calls. Well, this call seems to be something that they think maybe Elle will want to take. And it is the parents of Naomi. And the idea of them saying, hey, you worked with her before. She ended up raised dead. And now she's missing. We don't know what's wrong with her. The last thing we talked to her, she said she had something to do. Like she was really distracted. So this sets up. Yeah, this is the, the phone call of the chapter title. And again, we thought that Naomi was now off the board. Her danger had passed, that Light had successfully dealt with her, but she's 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 probably dead, but she's still there. Because now they know that, oh, Naomi is the fiance of Ray Pember. He knows that, oh, I remember her. I worked with her back in Los Angeles, and she's gone missing. So these are you know, giant red flags to L here. So he knows something is very much up. So he puts together that we knew Ray Pember did something really weird on that train with the with the folder and the looking back. And we now know his fiance is missing. We zoom in even tighter, even closer. Now it is very much all about something's going on with the people Ray Pember was investigating. So L says, here's what we got to do. We We have to go above and beyond. We need to break the law because, hey, you know, this is more important than, than breaking the law, which... I guess we could talk about that, but sure, we'll go with it. We want to put secret cameras and listening devices. We're going to bug the houses of everyone that Ray Pember was investigating. And remember, he wasn't just investigating anybody. He was investigating members of the police. And they end up, and I like the idea where, again, Light didn't take into account. He ends up thinking, it'll be easy. I'll, I'll have Naomi commit suicide because she was depressed. And people say, okay, Ray ended up getting killed. So that makes sense. Problem is, L knew Naomi. And when even some of these, you know, task force agents say, oh, that makes sense. She killed herself. She was depressed about Ray or her fiance. L says, no, I know her. She wouldn't do that. Now, that might be, again, jumping to conclusions of that. But he says she was not somebody who would do that. And that's something that like never took into account that there would be L, the guy investigating, actually knew her and worked with her. So that's a crazy deal. So that's there. And then the idea. At, the yeah, end, at, at first, it was a windfall for, for Light that, oh, she, you know him? Then I can use the fact that I know him to gain your trust even further. But now it plays against him. Yeah. And the idea, like you said, now it becomes anybody that Ray was involved. And she even says, or he even says, okay, I get that. She probably found out things about Kira because of Ray, and then Ray dies and all this. Now, I think that maybe Kira killed them both. So let's really look into this. And then I like the guys with their light protest. It's almost like the Willy Wonka protest. 
we're going to bug the houses. No, please don't. They end up getting mad at first. And then he just convinces them immediately by saying, what, you, you're you afraid of getting fired? I thought you put your life on the line here. And they're like, yeah, you're right. Okay. No, nobody says we can't do that. That would be wrong. They yeah, say, no, we can't they just do that. don't want to get in trouble. Got to lose our pensions. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're, they're really concerned with just their selfish deal. So they end up where, okay, what we're going to need to do is bug the houses of these two people that Ray was watching. Now, that is a thing I thought that Ray was just following, you know, light, just light. But it seems like he was following two families the deal. And you end up the cameras. And I just like where it's not. El is so weird the way he's like, he's like, okay, Deputy Director General Kitamaru and his family will get some of these bugs. And also Detective Superintendent Yugami, as he's staring right at him. He's not like, and your family, your deal. He's like. He's really going with it and says, I'm going to place the bugs in your two homes. And you end up sweat going down old superintendent detective. Your single drop of sweat. Very classic manga. Yeah. Yeah. And I wonder if it's one of those where he's like, oh, my God, like light is a little bit of a wacko. I hope it's not my son. It can't (laughs) be my son. I mean, that really, if you're going to go selfishness of not even selfish, but you're going to go with the idea of being fired or whatnot. This comes out, he's done. I mean, you can't have the superintendent on Ugh. the task force whose son is actually Kira. It's over. So that is this crazy. This makes me raise so many questions about what's going to happen next because we, I don't think we mentioned it earlier, but Light said that his information source using you know the, the information he used to get off his dad's computer, that information is dried up. His dad is being much more informationally secure now that he's working with L. So he doesn't... I guess we're supposed to think he's not going to know right away necessarily that his house is bugged. So is Light going to figure out that something weird is going on? Is he going to have to change the way he acts? Will these will these bugs catch him talking to nobody? Will these cameras see apples floating in the air getting slowly smaller? That's just crazy like that. <laughs> yeah, like bite out of butt or, you know, the death note. But that's the play. Like, is his dad then going to go like, will he say? Hey, everybody, I know this is bullcrap, but we're going to have deals because you have a you know a younger sister, you have a, a wife where you don't really. You know, I, it's going to be weird. It's going to work. It all leads to whether or not Superintendent Yagami tells his family if they're there. Because if not, you have you know you have right out in the open light with a book where maybe I don't know. You know, maybe it's one of those movies like Mission Impossible where you can zoom in eight million times and. Oh my God, he's writing Enhance. down names in a book. Enhance. And they're going to be, yeah, exactly. Like, you're like, that, that's not real. Uh, but if they do, the idea, like, they might see the death note. What is he writing? And oh, it's just a journal. Why is he writing in names that people die? And oh no. But we'll have to see how it plays out. But it actually adds, you know, another little deal that would be pretty cool. So I'm looking forward to that, though. Not as much of a banger as last chapter. I will say this is more of a setup. More setup. A couple little clunky bits that probably will pay off down the line, but like in the chapter itself made us go, hey, why, why is that there? But yeah, still a solid chapter. And that, that ending bit where we see that, oh, Naomi is still threatening light from beyond the grave. That's, that's big. That's good. I like that. I like that. So what would you give this? A uh, solid 8.5 out of 10. I'm an 8.5 out of 10 as well. So still a banger. It's not as much of a banger. Last chapter was huge. Yeah, I mean, you that can't was a have every part. chapter be be no, like that. No. We get burned out. Yeah, we would. So with that though, we're gonna head off. Thanks everybody for listening. Please go over to Twitter at 
uh, weird manga. I keep wanting to say because me and you're talking the Marvel one, but also our Patreon. Yes, our Patreon, patreon.com slash weird science manga. Check out early access to our reading clubs and our Manga Monday show and help us out for everything we do on these feeds. But that's it, Jason. We will head off. So thanks, everybody. And we'll talk to you next week. You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution.